and welcome to another party-sized episode of We oh. Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I continue to be one of your hosts yeah. week after week, uh, and I have lost weight. We've talked about that. Um, it's actually only been about 30 minutes since we recorded the last episode, so <laughs> I can't tell you how much more weight I've lost, but Why we'll see. Why do you tell people that? Because Let them think that a week has gone by. Because I I don't want them to be like, hmm, she's not talking about her progress on her Oh, uh, yeah, that's so true. So no, it's been 30 point. minutes, and podcasting means I can't eat because I'm sitting down on the couch. So I, yeah. it's not ASMR. Uh, but with me today is... Donald Weigel, and I also continued to be one of your hosts. And, <laughs> Relentlessly. Uh, you mentioned that this was a party-sized episode, and I would just like to mention, as if the listeners didn't already know, that when you think about a party... You think about me. Oh, oh, we are. <laughs> I like, am. People always say like, oh, I you am a notorious there. partier. Oh, we missed you. Why? Yeah, we are why? not party no, people. No, we're, we're not party people. I'm not the kind of person who enjoys if, parties. I don't, I don't, I don't know why anybody wants me at a party, frankly. Well, maybe it's if they bought too much food. They're like, Catherine and Donald are oh, good yeah. for a pound of potato Th- salad. They're good for hanging out next to the, the nine layer dip and destroying it. Yeah. And trying to make friends with your cat. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do that a lot, oh, too. Who's again? We both do that. Yeah. Because then we don't have to talk to people. Yeah. No. I'm very, oh, well. I'm also very helpful at parties. Parties. I'll move trays around. Oh yeah, because then I get to. You are very eat. helpful at parties. You like you volunteer to go clean up in the kitchen because I don't want to talk to people. Yeah. I'm good for like. Oh, yeah. we should get together more. No, you got the best of me. This was yeah. it. This was I. I'm out. I'm spent. Yeah. No, we're uh, we're not party folk. As as you would, no, would say. And but. I well, and I know if people are like, oh, it'd be so fun to hang out with you. Eh. Would I don't though, know. Would it really be fun to hang out with it's us? It's like game. it's like that Groucho Marx thing. Like I don't want to go to any party that I'm invited to. Or, yeah, was, I don't want to <laughs> be part that of a club that would yeah. have me as a member. Yeah. Um. But speaking of people that would have us at a party or or members or Grouchos. Oh yeah. Uh, this topic today, which you're not really sure what it is yet. You know, it's party sized. Yeah. Um. This was based on an email that we received from listener and Walt Chum Tenille. Hello, Tenille. Hello, Tenille. Um. We are not going to go through her whole email right now. Uh, we're just going to focus on one part because we think it deserves its own episode. Yeah. So should I go ahead and and read? Please it? read. Okay, I'm going to read it like Casey said. Kasem. Email. I'm going to read it like Casey Kasem. Let's oh, see if I can do it. number three. <laughs> This email comes to us from listener Tennille. Um, <laughs> that wasn't bad. Oh, that's good. Okay. That, that really invoked Casey Kasem in my brain. Oh, thanks. I like okay. that. Also, we feel bad about ourselves and our lack of adulting skills, but my husband is worried that about our expenses, like buying pre-chopped stuff or high. okay i'm just gonna stop because that's just too much okay um basically she said that we're worried about expenses like buying pre-chopped stuff or hiring anyone to do adulting stuff for us any advice on proving to your spouse that paying more for pre-sliced or pre-prepared is worth it so uh there we ended it like a normal human instead of casey Kasem. yeah and i was um I was trying to do a little bit of research online uh, for this about pre-chopped fruit and vegetables because I am a huge fan. Uh, I am a, a big proponent of making things easier. And there's just article after article after article demonizing really? well, <laughs> online the pre-chopped things online. And I think that part of it comes from certain preconceived notions and 
Catherine uh, listens to a podcast that she's uh, had me listen to bits of called uh, I Will Teach You to Be Rich uh, with Ramit Sadie. Uh, I keep wanting to say that it's called I Will Make You Rich, just like people <laughs> will say they, they don't even look thin is yeah. the name of the podcast. Um, and he talks about on his show people having a money dial. What's that, Donald? And and that's sort of like there are things that are important to you that you're willing to spend money on that seem frivolous when other people do it. And an example that I like to use from my own life is a car wash. And there there is the I will wash the car myself. I will take it to a place and have it washed. And then um, I work on a studio lot in uh, in Hollywood. Have you heard of it? Uh, technically, really, it's Burbank. But um, I work on a studio lot. And there are people there uh, who will wash your car, like, while you're at work. And it costs $25 to get it done. What? And anytime I, I talk about how great it is to have my car washed while I'm at work, somebody always goes like, oh my goodness, $25. Like that's, that seems crazy. Like I can wash it myself for free or I could take it down the street to the place, you know, on the weekend and do it. They'll do it for $12 and, or I'll run it through the mechanical car wash for $8 or whatever it is. And to me, the idea of washing my own car, like <laughs> I would rather rub dirt in my own face than than have to wash my own car. And my time, I feel like, is valuable. And the time that I save by doing, like, I'm having my car washed on company time. <laughs> right. I didn't have to drive anywhere else. Yeah. I didn't have to take up my weekend. Yeah, I'm doing it while I'm at work. And it, you know, sure, maybe it's an extra $10, $12 than, than what I would pay somewhere else. But to me, that is so worth it. Plus, they do a much better job than I would ever do. And they do the vacuuming and the whole thing inside. But that's a whole nother thing. But to me, I'm getting so much value out of that. And then the same people who will be like, oh, my goodness, I would never pay to wash a car wash will be like, hey, I went out for drinks with some friends the other night at a bar. I'm like, oh, yeah, how many drinks do you have? Oh, I don't know, three or four. And I am confident three or four drinks at a bar in Los Angeles is at least $30. Oh, it's, my gosh. It, it's probably 45 to $60, I really. was going to say 15 <laughs> each, uh, tax yeah, and tip. Yeah, it's probably and... $15 each plus your tipping and all of that. Plus, then you have to be at a bar, which to me sounds terrible. But um, that's just me. Anyway. Money dial. And so <laughs> – They've got no issues. Like to them, that's valuable and that's right. important. And that's the thing that they're willing to spend their money on. But heaven forbid they would spend $25 on washing a car. And so that is leading me to say it is possible that you can examine your own money dial and adjust and realize that maybe spending that extra money is worth it in the end. Yeah. Well, and I think – and that is the episode – but I think understanding that a money dial is a thing, that different people value their time differently. Some people like experiences. Some people like to collect stuff. And some people – like I actually, when you were working on one lot, one of the um, executives rolled up in like – a Ford Pinto or something. Like, it was the rattiest car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, that guy, you know, is a gazillionaire. Why does he drive that? His money dial is not set to fancy cars. Too expensive cars, But yeah. he might, like, own four islands in the Bahamas, which is of more – I don't know that he does or not. But it's not, you know, no one – 
values money in the exact same way and understanding, especially with a spouse, that they value money and time in a different way. And their relationship with food might be different than yours as well. And I really think that, not to get too far off on a tangent, but I really think one of the keys to a successful marriage is understanding that what you find important to spend money on is not necessarily what your spouse is going to find important to spend money on. And to understand that if it's important to your spouse, that you are going to have things that are important to you to spend money on and not to like criticize and judge about their spending as much as, you know, look, that's a whole other topic with marriage. But I think it is important to understand, like going in, like you're not going to agree on what's important to spend money on all the time. Yeah. And I think one example in our uh, circle of friends, I don't think they listen to this podcast, so I, I can say it. You say it. Okay. Okay. So we have a, a friend, friends who are a couple, they're a couple of friends and they're friends of ours. So they're a couple also who have very different money dials. And the husband loves uh, to spend money on comic books and, yeah. and comic things. He's a grown man. Why would you want to spend money? Hey, there's no reason to attack grown men who spend things on money on comic book things. But the wife would frequently complain to me that her husband was wasting money on comic books. But she would spend money on really expensive purses. Right. And in the same vein, he would say, why is she spending all of that money on a purse? She's already got a purse. You've got a pocket. Why not just put everything in your pocket? (laughs) And once I realized that a money dial was a thing, I was like, oh, people value spending money on different things. And it's not that either of them is wrong or foolish. It's just that they prioritize money in a, in different ways. And people prioritize time in different ways. I find it relaxing to clean and, you know, dust and do laundry. Where Donald is like, I would rather pay someone to come in. But, oh, yeah. But for me, it is my time to unwind and not think about anything and just listen to podcasts. So I wouldn't spend money on it, but Donald would. And it's not... You know, it not, it's not one of us is better or worse. It's just that we see the time spent differently. And, you know, what we're getting at here is that sometimes the biggest obstacle to adding fresh fruit and vegetables to your life is not money. It's actually time. And we've talked about on other episodes, uh, we did an episode a long, long time ago called The Convenience of Convenience, which is all about removing the barriers to doing the things that you want to do. And for me, if I like, I love pineapple, but if I have to bring a whole pineapple home, oh my gosh, and chop that thing and, and, you know, prep it and put it into containers, like it's going to sit there till it goes bad. Yeah. Because I'm never going to get to a point where I feel like doing it. And I, highly value that pre-chopped pineapple that I can buy at the store amongst other pre-chopped fruits and vegetables that I can just, you know, there's, there's virtually no barrier. I take it out of the container. You know, I, I have to put it on a scale and weigh it, which I would have to do anyway. And then I eat it like there's, there's are no other steps to it. And it removes that barrier for me of having to go through all of that chopping and cleaning. Like we've done episodes about only having a certain amount of energy and bandwidth in the world too. Uh, We talked about spoon theory and, you know, you've only got a certain amount of energy to do things. And my energy dial does not 
work when it you know it doesn't include having that that ability that motivation to go ahead and actually clean and chop vegetables and that might sound crazy to some people but i just can't do it well and we also did an episode called Pennywise and pound foolish where we talked about i just remembered that as you were talking sorry i wasn't paying uh, uh 100% 100% attention to you. But no, no, I get it. I hear I about don't. pineapple for days. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I almost never shut up about pineapple. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, but the episode was about going for value, but having that actually ruin your health goals. Because in the past, if we had a buy two large pizzas for the price of one, we would get two pizzas, just two two people, right. two pizzas, and oh, such a value! So, so so savings, so value. Yeah, and and you know that thing where you go to the movie theater and they're like, you can upgrade to the large popcorn for fifty more cents, and then guess what? Look, you're getting a lot more popcorn for in air quotes less money, but then you have a lot more movie theater eight thousand calorie yeah. popcorn to eat, and your that that fifty cents may have gotten you more value in air quotes, but then you're you know wrecking your health goals by eating the giant large one. Yeah, and especially for people who don't cook, or well, like Tanil said, they're not they're not big cookers. Yeah, no, Donald I'm not and I either. Used to go out to eat all the time, and going for that like two for one deal, both of us getting large pizzas, it's a value. But what we have found is more convenient. Here it comes, is getting your own personal pizza. Get that, you know, small size that might cost more, but it's better on your on your waistband. Yeah, it might technically be more money per slice or or whatever, you know, per square inch of pizza. But in the end, you're going to be saving yourself a lot of calories and a lot of health heartaches and a lot of regret and shame for having you know, way overeaten. Yeah, there's a uh, a fast, you know, fast service uh, counter place called Pizza Rev or there's Blaze. There's a bunch of different brands, but they have it so that you build your own pizza your way. And I end up tax and tip out the door for about 700 calories. Whereas before I would get an entire pizza of my own that was a large that was probably over 2000 calories. And the same thing, the value is in the savings of the calories and the portion control. And for people who don't have issues with portion control, it can seem foolish for people who value and for people who value the environment, um, (laughs) for people who believe in the earth. Oh, my goodness. um, (laughs) You've just alienated everyone. No, but we woke up today and decided we were just going to make everyone angry at us, which we're, we're, we're talking about spending money. We're talking about destroying the earth, all of it. But for people who have better control over their portions for people who maybe don't have food issues at all to say, let's just get the giant bucket of popcorn at Costco. Let's just get the huge, you know, double value thing of Nutella. It'll last for a year. For us, the package can often be the portion. Yeah. And there's no value in getting the party size when you're not having a party. There have been times when I've gone to the grocery store and gotten the party size of everything and the 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 person at checkout says, Oh, you're having a party? And you just go, <laughs> Yeah, no, oh, yeah. 
definitely having a party. I am definitely not going to sit in the dark by myself and eat all of yeah, this. <laughs> definitely not. This is for the kids. I actually, someone actually said that I bought something and they were like, oh, your kid's having a party. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, this is definitely uh, for the kids. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I, I mean, I'm echoing what Catherine just said. Like, the container is the portion size. And so it might technically be a better value to buy that party size of chips, but it's not going to really be a better value in the long run because I'm going to eat so much more. And yeah. you actually did some math oh, on it. Oh, get ready for maths, everybody. I'm ready for maths. Okay, so uh, that was for our, our UK people who say maths. Oh, yeah, maths with an S at the end because there's lots of them. Yeah, so let's just say we're at the grocery store. You and your husband, do-do-do, at the grocery store, <laughs> doing grocery things. Yeah. Um, maybe paint, we're going to paint a picture to blow. right now. Yeah. Okay. So the party size package of Lay's is re- value, so much value. It costs $10. I actually looked on Amazon and it was, yeah. it was $10. $10. Okay. And you get 16 ounces. It's a huge bag. Oh, my goodness. What a value. Who couldn't who could say no to that? It's 16 ounces. That's I mean, gotta be I 16 couldn't. servings, right? Yeah, right one exactly. one serving. That's what the portions are. And you you put it in your bag. So it's a party size. It'll last us for a week, right? But time and time again, oh, we're watching, I don't know, uh, what people watch. Uh Bones. Is that a show? Sure. N- NCI Bones, yes. something. All of those. And, all of those like weekly crime shows. Right. Um, the Bridgertons or whatever. And you sit. Yes, the Bridgertons, right. <laughs> Is that the, the Downton Abbeys? I follow them on the TikToks. Yeah, they're big. They're like yeah. the Kardashians of right. TV or something. Yeah. Um, so you sit on the couch with your spouse, spouse in a couch, and you maybe you split the entire family size, party size bag of chips. Yeah, in one sitting. Right. Like if it's me, I'm probably eating most of that bag in one sitting. Or, or if I'm being like, kind to myself right now maybe i could only eat like a third of it in, right in a sitting but if you and your spouse sit on the couch i said this sounds like dr who dr who's dr who's i was trying to do dr who and dr seuss at the same time yeah um they went to med school together right um, <laughs> they were there at the same time very different career paths though. yeah so you split a ten dollar bag party size that's Five dollars a portion. Let's just say if we're doing maths and uh, in, in splitting the bag, and you're okay. You're back at the grocery store magically. You look at the uh, the the value size, you know, single serving packs. There's there's forty in a package, but that thing costs twenty one dollars. We don't have twenty one dollars. What are we? We're Rockefellers. We're gonna yeah. spend money on potato chips. Exactly. Um, we can just buy the party size. So the the forty bags in a box, which actually I think Donald buys. Yeah, at, at times, I, I order those from Amazon. Um, they are twenty one dollars for forty ounces, and you're going, but that's that's not a value. You're killing the earth. We're not. That's not what we do. We should just get the party size. So, but if you actually just go with the one ounce, so it's forty portions. Yeah. Forty portions. That becomes about fifty cents a package. Yeah, and and I will eat. And look, maybe some people out there are going like they can't. You know, I can't control myself around those single serving bags. I get that. That's a possibility too. Maybe you should just not have the chips in the house if that's the case. But. I'll eat one of those bags a day as kind of my dessert for dinner. 
And that'll last me for 40 days. And I will, I will portion those out. And then it becomes actually something that I've, I've, you know, gotten a month plus out of instead of sitting down with that party size bag. And I'm eating that in, you know, it, two, three sittings tops, like that bag is gone. And then all of the, you know, I have the regret and shame of all of those extra calories because I couldn't, in air quotes, control myself around the giant bag. Exactly. And the same thing goes for, um, we're, we're going with ice cream right now, but buying a half gallon of ice cream, if you have trouble not going back for that extra scoop or that, you know, just one more, or I'm making it for my kids and I got to, you know, now I've got to put it back, but I'll just have a little bit. So, a you know, a half gallon of ice cream is $8, but I started getting the Briars, um, party packs of the singles, like the, the single for kids party. So you get 12 in a package. It's a single cup. It's pre-portioned. So you don't have that temptation of going back for that extra scoop. And sure, maybe it's $10, but you're going to actually get 12 servings out of it instead of sitting down again with a half gallon and eating it in two portions. So knowing that and knowing that about yourself making it easy to make easier choices matters in all of this. Yeah, and it's about removing barriers for yourself to do the things that you actually want to do. Going back to pre-chopped, pre-prepared fruits and vegetables and and salad mixes and things like that. You know, ask yourself, what are you doing now? Are you buying those things? Are you buying whole heads of cauliflower and broccoli and lettuce? And are you actually taking the time to prepare them and adding them to your meals? Or are you buying them and then letting them sit until they rot and then throwing them away? Like, are you really saving money by doing that? Like, if you are the kind of person who, who buys the whole things and you take the time and you prepare them, fantastic. That is probably the best, you know, in air quotes, best way to go. But if you're the kind of person who's not buying pre-chopped because you think that it's not a value or because it thinks, you know, you think that makes you lazy, and then you're either buying the whole heads and letting them rot and throwing them away, or you're just avoiding fruits and vegetables entirely because, you know, you don't want to be that wasteful person, then that is not really serving your health and fitness goals. And you might have to adjust your money dial to include buying those things so that you actually have them and include them in your life. Right. So the whole thing about the like, okay, I won't pay $2 for a bag of pre-chopped cauliflower and I don't want to make dinner, so we'll spend $20 on fast food. Like suddenly you've justified spending more money in a less effective way. Yeah, and, and look, like Tennille mentions in her email that they are vegetarians and they don't like to cook. Like I'm a vegetarian, I've been vegetarian for over 30 years. I also don't like to cook. And I would oftentimes just be like, well, so people who are good people, people who do yeah, the right thing. Virtuous adults. They cook whole foods from scratch. And so I can't do that. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy whole foods from scratch or I'm going to buy them and then not feel like preparing them. And then guess what? I'm going to eat some absolute utter junk food because I don't have anything in the house that I can make easily. So I started buying convenience vegetarian food. And is it ideal? Possibly not. But I managed to lose 100 pounds eating those things because I was able to actually 
eat them and have them and prepare them and not go for the alternative of fast food and takeout and and you know grazing on snacks and things like that because i actually you know didn't have the barriers to it to actually having them yeah and i think too something that i hear people say a lot is i know what i need to do i just can't get myself to do oh, it oh yeah and it that harkens to <laughs> hark hark harkened he what is, it? is that from <laughs> bugs bunny i sure i think so i don't um, remember but that goes to the ideal version of yourself. A real adult makes everything from scratch. A real adult knows how to cook. A real adult knows how to, you know, pre-chop and is great with, you know, moderation and all of that. And when you get into that idealism or that I should be able to dot, 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 that's where we start feeling bad about ourselves. Like we're less than and we're not capable. And meeting ourselves where we are means forgiving ourselves for not, you know, you don't, you don't become that person overnight. You start small and make exceptions and make it easier to make it easy for yourself to do it and then build up as your skill set evolves. And, so- and I think you need to challenge your ideas about yourself. Um, you know, I think that we get stuck with these ideas in our head that that I'm not a good person if I do this. Yeah. If, I, if I eat convenience food, I'm not a good person. If I eat frozen food, I'm not a good person. If I buy pre-chopped anything, I'm not a good person because I'm not doing it the best way. Right. And, you know, for years, like I did Atkins a couple of times. And for years and years after I was no longer doing Atkins, I had this idea that bread and pasta were bad for me and that they were causing my weight problems. Now, I wasn't doing anything else (laughs) to help myself along, but I would avoid bread and pasta and then I would eat all kinds of other junk food um, because, you know, I thought, well, at least I'm just not eating bread and pasta because I'm not one of those kinds of people. Yeah, but sun chips are organic, so, and it's from the sun. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And like, it's just, in, in hindsight, it's just, you know, it doesn't make any sense, but adjusting your ideas about that and and realizing like okay sometimes i have to be pragmatic and and being practical wins out over these high ideals and eventually you know those things actually start to work with your health and fitness journey yeah and for me that idea of when you hear yourself saying well i should be able to do this i can't get myself to do it right and if someone else says to you which i have definitely heard before i'm getting my ire up yeah of like well can't you just moderate well why wouldn't you just take a handful and put it back like why can't you just and when you start feeling judged for that inability it brings shame and shame leads to secret eating yeah uh, sure does for me secret eating binge eating hiding in the kitchen uh, downing things that i that i don't actually want yeah so like i should be able to moderate you should be able to track you you know a real adult preps food a real adult you know takes the time and knows how to cook whatever meeting yourself where you are and like trying it out like just you know what this week i'm gonna try and buy a couple of you know frozen bags of of steamed vegetables we actually had visitors this summer who bought frozen bags of uh, you know, peas, corn, and carrots. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what's that going to do? And I was like, wait, this is actually pretty good. And I didn't have to do any work, and I ate vegetables. Yeah, they've really improved. This is a little bit of a tangent. They've really improved frozen, uh, you know, those microwavable frozen vegetables a lot in the last 10, 20 years. Yeah, so what's better, me just, you know, 
crossing my arms and stamping my foot and being like, I'm not going to eat frozen vegetables. Or is it better for me to just eat some frozen vegetables that were easy to eat and like, and it was done and there was no drama. Yeah. And I, I said this exact thing on the last episode, but you know, we have this tendency to say to ourselves, if I can't do the perfect thing, then I'm going to do nothing. And instead of that, Hey, if we acknowledge, even if I were to agree with the fact that buying like whole foods and produce is better than buying the pre-chopped, if I'm not going to actually eat it, (laughs) then buying the whole foods doesn't actually solve my problem. Whereas buying, you know, something pre-chopped or something that's actually convenient that I will actually eat actually solves my problem. Well, and the thing too with, you know, I'm a tiny habit certified coach. You sure Um, are. So I'll say that in English. Tiny habits (laughs) certified coach is that idea of starting small and celebrating small wins matters and your your abilities will will change over time i didn't really become uh fluent in the kitchen uh, for cooking that wasn't nobody says that yeah Um, no that's what they say that's what they say in culinary school yes you we will make you fluent in the kitchen but i was definitely a prepackaged like convenience wasn't sure how to do anything in the kitchen probably until i was like 42 like Really, if, yeah. I, if I'm being honest, I was just like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know what to do. And that's okay. There's always time to evolve. But in the tiny habits method, it talks about the like, what can you do right now that feels easy? If right now you're overwhelmed with the idea of not knowing how to saute whatever, buy something packaged. If your husband, if your husband is like, well, if you take that and amortize it over 70 years, we could have bought a house with all the frozen vegetables (laughs) that you bought. Like, you know, Oh, poor husbands. No, but like, it doesn't have to be like for infinity. We have to eat. It's like, you know what? This month, let's see what frozen vegetables are like. Oh, it was easier than I thought. And, you know, we're not breaking the budget. Yeah, and you're not marrying frozen vegetables. And another thing we like to Because it's illegal. <laughs> the government telling me who I can and can't marry. Um, you can't, you know, you don't have to commit to this for the rest of your life either. You can try things out. And if you if you end up not liking them or you want to go back to a different way of doing things, like, you can still yeah. do that. Like, Audition the behavior. Exactly. And that and and giving yourself that like because I think we do that. I I have this like if we make a choice, this is it forever. And uh, my mom at one point was like, just try it out. If it doesn't work, go in a different direction. We did that that episode of like go that way really fast. If yeah. something gets in your way, turn. Turn exactly. And it's okay to try it out. And you know what? It, we also did the thing about the like. You know, like, well, real people grow grow their own wheat. Like, oh, you buy right. sliced bread? Like, what kind of an animal does that? Oh, you don't, like, mill your own wheat? You don't you buy sew your own clothes? You buy salsa? Oh, yeah. my goodness. It's not real salsa unless you grow the vegetables yourself in your garden and then lovingly chop them and mix them together with your own family recipe. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to find the episode of uh, I'll Teach You to Be Rich that talks about the money dial because it really resonates and it, it translates to so many things, including food, of where do you spend your money? Where do you spend your calories? How do you spend your time? And we totally get, you know, we, you know, our budgets have changed over the years and what we were capable of affording has changed. So meet yourself where you are. We're not talking about $25, you know, car washes. 
you know, for everyone, we understand that that's a privilege that we have based on where we are right now. But meeting yourself where you are on on getting frozen, pre-chopped, pre-cut, it doesn't have to be everything. But for me, you know, and like finishing this off with the pros, making it easy to do the thing you want to do. If your health matters, people who need glasses buy glasses to make it easier to see. People who have diabetes and need to take insulin buy, you know, products to help them meet those needs. Making it easy to track is a pro of this. Getting a single serving cup with a barcode, it's easy to track. It's less prep and less overwhelm. The package is the portion. If I get a single package, that is the portion that that I'll eat. If I get a whole tray of brownies or a whole tray of lasagna, I'm going to keep eating it. That's what I will eat. And I I don't like I don't make sheet anything because I'll just eat all of it. And you might be saying to yourself, I should have the willpower to do this. I should be able to, you know, but if you don't, you don't. You you don't. Exactly. (laughs) Also, single serving is more easily transportable if you do buy the single serving cups. I can keep a bag of 100 calorie nuts in the the glove box. If I had just a bag of O nuts, I would eat the bag (laughs) of nuts. Yes, Um, exactly. I like to say O. Yeah, Um, me too. And then it reduces that temptation for just one more. We're not saying that single serving is the solution because I know that I can go back for a second portion. But then I have the physical evidence of two cups in front of me of something of like, oh, I just ate two bags of potato chips. Um, But like we don't think twice about spending money on alcohol or fast food or takeout. But we hold ourselves to unrealistic ideals on veggies and single portions. Suddenly we become like these like Goldilocks. This is good. This is bad. And reduce it. Lower your standards and and just try out the new behavior. It's not going to break the bank. Like, we didn't, like, so why did you go bankrupt? It was all the pre-chopped vegetables. Like, if only we bought whole foods. It was pineapple. Pineapple did it to us. Yeah. So give yourself the opportunity to look at this a different way. The more Donald and I have learned about our uh, our tendencies in the Gretchen Rubin uh, accountability model, Donald is a questioner. I am an obliger. I like external accountability. He likes data. The more we have learned about ourselves and the way we experience the world, the better we understand each other. He enjoys buying Funko Pops. And for some reason, as an introvert, I can't stop buying dishes. I cannot. We have a party yeah. set for 50 people. I don't want 50 people ever in my house. But we <laughs> but Donald doesn't. Yeah, we, we have plates for days. Plates for days. Uh, but we each value things in different ways. We eat very differently. He buys pre-portioned different things than I do. And it's okay. We we support each other in tandem without judging the way we spend our money. Shouldn't you be able to like make churn your own butter, Donald? Geez, not that I do that. But when we start looking over the fence to what someone else is doing and second guessing them, we're not looking. We're not pointing fingers back at ourselves and paying attention to ourselves. Yeah. So um, uh, butter churning aside, uh, (laughs) question your ideas about yourself and ask yourself, like, am I really serving myself by holding on to that idea? And if the answer is no, then maybe try looking at it a different way. And if you are demonizing these pre-chopped 
you know, convenience foods for whatever reason, um, maybe, you know, look at what the result is and where that's getting you. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, the result of you listening to this show is getting you closer and closer to your health and fitness goals. And we appreciate you listening, each and every one of you. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, you can find all of our episodes wherever you found this one. And also, anytime on our website, weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And you know what? You probably got about $500 worth of valuable information oh, yeah. in this free podcast. Free. So you can yeah. You can afford to buy more Funkos. That's true. It's amazing. I, I just ordered some while you weren't looking just now. <laughs> but if you would like to order something else, you can go over to our website while you're there and click on Join Our Support Group to find out more about Wolt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. It is not a weight loss plan. I'm underlining that. Uh, we are not going to tell you what to do, but we are there for support and fellowship and understanding. And uh, we do challenges. We've got different ways to check in. So so uh, find out more on our website. We have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Wolf Place is right for you. Yes, so go ahead and check it out. And you can also check us out on social media. You can interact with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. Or on the old-fashioned uh, email highway, you can email us to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Uh, if you email us, just like Tennille did, uh, we might turn your email into an episode. We might answer your question. We might enjoy receiving compliments from you. All of those things can be done over email, and we are appreciative of you reaching out. Yep, compliments are free. And speaking of free compliments... <laughs> Head over to Apple Podcast and uh, give us a little rating and a review. We honestly read every single one of them. We so appreciate it. Not only does it let us know that we are uh, helping others and being meaningful in your journey ventures, but it also helps boost our ratings when other people are looking for inspirational podcasts like ours. Absolutely. And if you would like to adjust your money dial to give out free compliments about our show uh -huh. to other people, uh, word of mouth is also a great way for our show to grow and we would be grateful if you got something out of this if you could let somebody else know who might enjoy our show that would help us out a lot and we would appreciate it so if you still can't wrap your head around the kind of medical school that <laughs> Dr. Who and Dr. Seuss and Casey Kasem <laughs> would Mark go to <laughs> at the same time just remember that Catherine and I are Antoniel Antoniel an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.